The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Please welcome the host of Ecom Experts, Shauna Siegel. Hello and welcome, everybody. I'm so excited about tonight. Um, even though we're talking about like the dreaded subject, I still am very excited. So if you're listening to our live show, today is January 24th. And wow, it's 2012. So let me ask you a question. But while I do that, if you're not in our chat room, get in here right now. Just go to the top of Webmaster Radio. There's a little link up there that says click on the chat, and then you'll get to the web page, and then type in your name so we know who you are, and come on in because it's a lot of fun, and you get to ask questions, and you get to talk with friends, and it's just absolutely wonderful. So get, get in here. All right, so here's my question to everyone in the room and everyone listening. Have you changed your copyright? on all your websites to 2011? That's the question of the night. Because I have been doing many, many, many video reviews, um, and I am finding that about 85 to 90% of store owners have not changed over that copyright yet. So before you forget, go right now into your store and change your copyright date. And if you have a Yahoo store, it's so easy. All you have to do is click on variables and do control F on your keyboard. That's going to put up a find box and then type in copyright and you'll find your copyright box and you just update the little zero to a one at the end of 2010. Click update, click publish and you all are done. That's it. 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 So go ahead and do that. Oh, good. What about the shopping cart? Yes. For the shopping cart. Okay. So if you've got your date in there as well, you want to go out into your checkout manager and you're going to want to look at your where your HTML settings are and then you're going to do a control F again for copyright settings for your in your HTML messages and you'll be able to change it there as well. And to, well, tomorrow is going to be crazy. I've got a lot going on. Wednesday, I'll put a note down right now to create a video on how to do that and we'll get that out on our blog, which is blog.org. OneChoiceForYourStore.com. We'll do a video specific for those Yahoo store owners on how to do that. All right, so now let's continue on because I have a really great guest for tonight. She is no other than my mother, the partner in crime at One Choice For Your Store, and just, you know, all around great gal, my best friend, all that other good stuff. Hi, Mama. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. How are you? I'm tired. I have just, I, you know, I'm having so much fun doing these video reviews, but there was a lot of requests for them, and I still have a lot to go. <laughs> oh, they've been wonderful. They've been absolutely wonderful. So it was, uh, it was a great idea for you to do that, and we're just really pleased that everybody's getting so much information out of it. So 
Good job, good job. But I do have a question for you on the copyright issue. Yeah. For me, is a, uh, and I'm looking at this, I'm asking you as a shopper, not as a, uh, not as your mother, but as a shopper. I kind of like seeing if it's copyright and they've been around for a while, like what we have and, you know, we're like almost 10 years old. Um, I like seeing that 2001, let's say, dash 2011. Um, but if if it's just something where they just opened in 2011, then it's just going to say 2011. But what is the best to put down for the copyright? Should it be from to or just the current year? I, you know what? If you have been around for a couple of years, I, I also like to put from this year to this year because it does establish you as a business that's been around for a while. Now, if it's, you know, 2010 to 2011, Maybe not so much. Um, and by the way, yes, I'm jealous. Um, that's yeah. why our chat room. <laughs> um, you know, you got to think about what's going on in the chat room and here and all that. So if you're not in our chat room, you missed what I'm talking about. Okay, that's why you should be in here. All right. Absolutely. So, um, so yes, I like to see that as well, and um, I believe that shoppers do as well because they're looking at that, and we look at that as well. You know, we're looking at okay, how long have they been in business? We want to know are they reliable, and sometimes that's something we're looking at. Which you know, I mean, it's not always the best information because, of course, you know, you can open up a store tomorrow and say that you've been in business since 1999, and most people are going to take your word for it. So try to be honest, though, because if people do a little bit of research and find out you're lying, well, then automatically you lose it. Um, so, you know, that's what you want to do. Now, it, this is a great question. For your site or for your business, um, I think that really just depends on um, – like if you have a corporation that has many businesses underneath it, then you might want to put part of the such and such group and then maybe put the copyright under that. But if it's just, you know, one site, um, then it really depends. I, you know, like cat's favorite, you know, thing. It depends, you know. Um, take it by case-by-case case basis. But, you know, I like telling people no, especially in your About Us page, that you've been doing this a long time um, and that you care about them. Again, it's about letting your customers like, know, and trust you so that they purchase from you. So I know we've got a lot, a lot, a lot to cover tonight, a lot to cover tonight. But I want to real quickly just go over a few things Um Mama, can you just give us a little bit of background in your um, in your life about what you've been involved with when it comes to taxes so that people know that you've got a little bit of experience? <laughs> okay. As long as they understand that I had you when I was two. This is, this is my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay, and yes, and worked have, your way through preschool. Right, and so I have over 30 years' experience in business management, an associate of science in accounting, mass communications, and an MBA in business, which means that I can talk to a lot of people about a lot of accounting things, and they're going to be bored as all heck. So uh, all that, and I'm only 36, so it's just amazing what I've been able to do. <coughs> cough, cough, sorry. Cough, cough, sorry. Um, <laughs> what I've been able to do. So um, my experience has been working with small business people being uh, doctors, lawyers, dentists, and the entertainment um, person that has a corporation or a business or a working in, with partnerships and helping them with their bookkeeping needs and their accounting needs. So the difference between the accounting and the bookkeeping is the bookkeeping is just the first part of it where we're keeping track of the money 
in its simplest forms, money going in and money coming out, and then also doing the reports that need to go, the ultimate report that needs to go is to the IRS for the uh, year-end taxes. So everything that we do is for reporting. It's all to get to reporting, and so the ultimate report that you have is your tax return because that's what the IRS sees, and if you ever go to the bank for a loan, that's what they want to see, and that becomes your income expense account, your balance sheet. So I am the one that was responsible for making sure that that was done, and more importantly, that my client understood what all the information needs and it, it means and that's the biggest thing is trying to explain to people is what that information means data that allows you to control your business and that's that's a big part of this this is no different than analytics it's data that allows you to make decisions on your on your business is that clear uh-huh. That explains it perfectly. That explains it absolutely perfectly. So tonight, we're going to go over a few things that we need to do on a yearly basis, and then um, some of the things that we need to make sure that we're looking at as far as with our taxes and year-end and all that other good stuff. So before we dive right into that, let's just take a real quick break, but don't go anywhere because you're listening to Ecom Experts on webmasterradio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom experts will return after this. Two, one, booster ignition. Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing Ascender Cart. Ascender Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy to use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with Ascender Cart. Learn more about what Ascender Cart can do for you at AscenderCart.com. A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T dot com. From domains to digital marketing, social media to blogging, you can reach this broad audience by using what you're listening to right now. Reach the thousands of internet marketers that download and listen live to the premier on-air and on-demand podcast network, webmasterradio.fm, with the Internet Marketing Channel, featuring shows like The Joel Com Show, The WordPress Community Podcast, and more. Our ad campaigns are fully integrated with multiple avenues of exposure, from slick, effective 30-second commercials to detailed, informative 30-minute town hall meetings. Expose your products and services to listeners and podcasters of not just shows like Market Edge and Domain Masters, but anyone looking for ways to market their business with your product. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm to find out more. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. 
Purse Strings, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everybody, and we're here to talk about end-of-the-year stuff like taxes and all that other stuff and, yeah, just stuff that we got to talk about, although, you know, it's not always the greatest and funnest and most exciting thing to talk about. It's just that stuff. That's what I like to call it. It's that stuff we have to deal with. So, by the way, there was a question about from Alex, thank you, about clearing up how to do the copyright date in the cart. So that's Checkout Manager, go to Global Settings, and you're going to see tabs on the top. Click on Checkout Wrapper, and then under Checkout Region, you're going to see footer down at the very bottom, and that will help you do that. All right, so let's talk about what we need to do yearly. We talked about the copyright information. Um, let's talk about what other kinds of things should we be checking um, now that we've gone through the year and it's a new year. What should we do? Well, I want to take back what she said because she said it wasn't fun, but what I'm looking at and the things that I'm going to be talking about are it's going to be fun because it's ways to save money, and we always love to save money. So yes. let's go uh, back through a couple of things that you need to change on your website that's not going to save you money, but you absolutely have to do this, and, and if not yearly, whenever it changes. But go through and look at your contact information. When was the last time that you looked at that? Um, it's just like changing the batteries on your um, smoke alarm every time it's, uh, we reset the clocks. Set up a, a something where on a regular basis you go in and look at your contact information and your About Us page, and, and now's a good time. Make sure that it's up to date. Do you still have the correct email information? Did you get a new phone? And um, do a test order. We always say test, test, test. It's the first of the year. I'm not saying do a test order yearly. I'm saying do a test order monthly. Do a test order whenever you think about it. Create a product in your page that's a, a product for a penny and go order it, go through it. But like I said, the contact information is important to look at and also the about us and the p- privacy policies too. Go through and look at that. So, Great point okay. because here's something else that I caught on a couple of different privacy policy pages. They put the date that they created. So... If I was a customer going to their privacy policy page, it says something like February 2006. And I was like, what? Really? (laughs) And so now it looks like they haven't updated their site in years. So, yes, you know, update it and, and, you know, put something like updated, you know, January 1st of 2011. That's great information. All right. So what else should we be reviewing? Well, again, these are all things that are going to guarantee that you are telling your shopper that they can trust you. So absolutely, anything that has a date on it, um, go in and, and have somebody that's the most critical person that you know go in and check your site and go look at it or give us a call. We're pretty, we're pretty darn critical. Um, and make sure that everything is up to date. Absolutely. That can save you. That can immediately get you an order that you wouldn't necessarily have gotten. So here's some fun things that you need to do on a regular basis, but people completely forget about it. Review your insurance. 
whether this be auto, home, home insurance, or your business insurance. If you have employees, you know you need to get workers' comp insurance. Review your insurance. Have somebody else take a look at it. If you're paying for any kind of a contracted work or anything on a monthly basis that you've been paying every month, go out and get new quotes because I'll tell you what, someone is going to beat that quote. Um, if it's somebody that you like, you've been enjoying working with, you want to keep them, great, keep them. But tell them, I've got a better fee. What can you do? Now, that goes into our bank fees. Look at your merchant account statement. And if your merchant account person who handles your your, pay, your um, Visa, your MasterCard, your American Express, your Discover, they're good people. They're going to look at your statement, and you go have two or three other bank people look at your statement. And if their statements, if their amount is higher, tell them what you're getting. Tell them what the competition is doing and say, can you beat this? Or maybe it is time to look at going with another merchant account servicer. We love Bill Dumont and Marlon Harris at eMerchant. They are absolutely phenomenal. And I'll tell you, every time you call us this next month, we're really going to be pushing for you to get this looked at. Because if you think you have the best rates, there are so many things that are going on on your statement. There are so many percentages, per transaction fees, monthly uh, statement fees. There are so many ways that they can get you. So please have somebody else review it. And it usually doesn't cost you anything if no, they're good. No, not to review. Absolutely not. And not to get it reviewed. And now the reason why you have a PayPal account is because everybody loves to buy by PayPal. Shauna tells everybody, you know, get a PayPal account. Never stop them from, uh, from buying that way. People trust PayPal. People consider it as being fun money. So you do need that PayPal account. But if you only have the PayPal account... You're, you may be losing money by not having that merchant services account also because PayPal's fees are close to 5%, and you could be paying 3%. So I just made you 2% income right there just by looking at another way for people to get money into it. Now, going on to what's going on with PayPal, this is, this is where it gets nasty. Everybody, or you should have heard of what's called a 1099 miscellaneous, which is to pay independent contractors. Well, guess what? The government has now done a 1099-K. And what that is, is that you never used to get a report from PayPal saying what your PayPal money is. Although you should report that income. Some people weren't because they are small business or they didn't think that they needed to or for whatever reasons that um, fortunately were wrong. You now have to take, take a real good look at what's coming into PayPal because at the end of next year, not this year, the end of next year, PayPal and any other credit card processing company will be sending you a 1099K. And what will happen is this is reporting from them to you any payments to you over $20,000 or 200 transactions that may come your way. So let's say I don't have to do that because my average fee from PayPal, I'm getting $20 an order. Well, if you get 200 of those orders, 
you're now going to get a 1099k. Now that might not equivalent. That might not equal. (laughs) (laughs) We know what you're trying to say. (laughs) Okay, that might not equal twenty thousand dollars. But if you're doing two hundred transactions, you're going to get a 1099k that is reporting to the IRS that you have made money or you are getting money in from selling things. And if the IRS sees that, you better have it accompanying your tax return. And again, something that's going to happen next year. So we need to start going over what you can do this year that's going to make next year much easier. And do you want to do a commercial? Yes. Let's do a quick one. Let's get it out of the way and let's come back because this is all wonderful, wonderful information. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on webmasterradio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is admedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. From domains to digital marketing, social media to blogging, you can reach this broad audience by using what you're listening to now. Reach the thousands of internet marketers that download and listen live to the premier on-air and on-demand podcast network, webmasterradio.fm with the Internet Marketing Channel. Our ad campaigns are fully integrated with multiple avenues of exposure, from slick, effective 30-second commercials to detailed, informative 30-minute town hall meetings. Expose your products and services to listeners and podcasters of not just shows like Market Edge and Domain Masters, but anyone looking for ways to market their business with your product. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm to find out more. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Let us help you discover the keys to success, the keys to success in your internet marketing. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, CertifiedKnowledge.org. Overcome the trials and tribulations of the past and let Marketing Nirvana 
Revolutionize Your Revenue Stream, and ROI, Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everybody. We are here with Renee Barnett from One Choice Beer Store, a.k.a. Mama. That's what everybody calls her. All right. So, lots of stuff going on and this new rule, and there's a lot of questions about it um, because there's a big upset, especially from a lot of hobby sellers because, you know, they're just out there. They're trying to make... Uh, you know, a couple of dollars on the side and it's a tough economy and, you know, there's a lot of new tax rules that, that they're scared about. So, I mean, this is definitely something that that it's um, – you have to understand, you have to know, and you have to be prepared for. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the good question that I had was, is it is it um, 20000 and and the twenty k? But my understanding is it's or um, – so I'm going to go in and check that to be sure. Um, and and we have a note there from Cat's Closet that don't trust the IRS. They had a um, uh, review that they did, and they said if you contacted, I don't know the exact numbers, but it was like if you contacted the IRS five times, you'd get like three different answers. So um, it's kind of scary. Absolutely. Yeah. Kind of scary. Yeah. yeah, it is. And and actually, um, during the break, I saw a cat's question about is it and and not or. And what's really interesting is um, I've gone to probably about six different sites and I have seen it say and and I have seen it say or. So, um, you know, it, 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 <laughs> I think either way, you just have to make sure that you're reporting things correctly and you're doing things correctly. So that way, no matter what happens, y- you know, you're covered and, you know, it's not going to come back to you. So do you, you know, what kind of bookkeeping do we need to make sure that we're doing and do we need to do this on a daily basis? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So this goes back to what I was saying um, in the beginning, which it... Um is one of those things where you have to understand not to let the bookkeeping, uh, it's not a mystery. It's very, very easy. And, and the easiest way to explain it is it, bookkeeping is money going, money coming in and money going out. And so you need to have a system that reports money coming in and money going out. So let's look at what money coming in now. Now, everybody, of course, is saying sales. That's what's coming in is money. Yeah, but let's say that you're getting, you put money into your account. You're a little short. You need to make some bills. And first, let's go back a minute and say start a separate account. Even if it's just a hobby, start a separate account. And where you can, absolutely talk to a tax accountant. It may be advisable for you to get an employer identification number. It may not. But what I want to preface all of this by saying is no matter what I tell you, ask your your accountant. That's one of the people that you need on your team is to ask your accountant because they are the ones that should know. If they don't know, get a new accountant. It's like Mm -hmm. um, we're coming up now. We're getting different answers. And like you said, Sean, the one I saw said 200 transactions and 20K. So that was different than what I had saw. 
but your your accountant's going to help you through this. So absolutely get it from him and, and keep an email with him and make sure that you write down everything that he says or make sure you've got um, documented what he's telling you to because we all can make mistakes and you need to have that documented, what he's telling you. So let's go back to money going in and money coming out. Um, so we think of money coming in, that's your sales, but it also can be money you have contributed to the company, it also can be sales tax that you've collected. And sales tax that you've collected, again, let's refer that back to your accountant who you may also be referring that back to whatever state that you're in or um, whatever laws are out there. It's it's amazing the different laws that are that are out there. So we can't answer questions. When someone calls and says, do I have to collect taxes, we say, I have no idea. It all depends. <laughs> like what Kat says, it depends. It so, depends. <laughs> it depends. So find out from an expert and then write down exactly what that expert tells you. That money that you're collecting is sales, sales tax is a trust fund, and it's not yours. And you need to put that into a separate account so that you're not like the wonderful merchant down the street from us that now is doing a fire sale because she doesn't have the money in her account to do the sales tax, to pay the sales tax. So don't get into that position. Put that sales tax money away because that's part of the money coming in. It's not yours. It's definitely not profit. Uh, It's money that you need to pay out. It can be a lot of money throughout the year or it could be a small amount of money. But I'll tell you what, I want to know how much it is. I want to know wherever I can when I'm looking at data that we also talked about, I want to know how much do I owe for sales taxes because that's not my money. So that pretty much takes care of of the money coming in. And and I would hope it's a um, simpler way of um, looking at things as far as the bookkeeping part of it. Now let's simplify the money going out. So money going out, the big thing that's going out is for your supplies, for your goods, um, which directly goes against your sale. And if your supplies that you're paying is greater than your sale, you need to look at a couple of things because you're losing money on every sale. And there was a wonderful, gosh, I'm dating myself, I Love Lucy, where she figured that the more that she sold, even though she was losing money on every sale, meant that she was making more money. Well, that was the Lucille Ball method of accounting, and that's not true. So you need to make money on every sale that you have. So what you want to do is you want to keep track of that, and also you want to keep track of your other expenses that you have. Expenses being resources. Now let's let's look at this. This definition is resources that are going to be used up. And an example of that would be your electric bill. Uh, an example of that would be your employees. Um, it would not be a desk. So if you're looking at expensing a desk. That's not a resource that you're using up. That's a resource that's an asset that's going to be part of your business, and so you need to classify that in a different way. That doesn't go against your expense. And again, talk to an accountant because there's ways you can depreciate it where you can take it as an asset. Um, a computer sometimes is um, sometimes it's an asset, sometimes it's a expense. It depends on the dollar amount or the life of it. Gosh, it used to be computers had a life of three to five years. Now, how long does a computer's life last? The <laughs> day you got it, it's obsolete. 
and you need a new one. Isn't that horrid? That is yes. absolutely horrid, and you can never keep up with technology. And especially if you get something that's on sale, it's on sale because it's old. Yeah. So, yeah, and it was the hottest thing yes, a week ago, yeah. a day ago. Yeah. Yeah, and, and now it's awful. So now we're looking at, gosh, that's a lot of things to keep track of. No, do it daily. Set up a system now. Absolutely set it up now that makes it easier when you have one transaction a day or you have one transaction a week or you're doing a 100 transactions a day. If you don't have a system, you're going to be in trouble. You are definitely going to be in trouble because you have to set up a system where you are right now that will carry you through till next year at this time because you're going to make your life so much easier next year at this time. So now what, I know you recommend keeping receipts, keeping your credit card statements, you know, and keeping track of that. What bookkeeping system do you like? Oh, QuickBooks. Absolutely. QuickBooks. They're they're phenomenal. And they there's even Quicken if you're just looking at keeping track of your personal expenses, which I recommend too. We don't want to get into a commingling situation, which means that you're buying something. You go to the store and you've got to buy office supplies and food at Walmart, let's say. Well, the office supplies were for the business and the food, of course, is yours personal. And so what are you going to do with that receipt? Well, if you put the receipt in your um, wallet, it's gone and you're not going to be able to track it. So for some way, you have to be able to set up that, that when you buy things, if it's for the business, it's out of this account. If it's for the um, personal, it's out of this account. And let's say that you weren't able to do it. Don't, don't worry. Reimburse yourself. Let's say you go to the store and you buy $100 worth of groceries and $20 worth of office supplies. Take that tw- that receipt, make a copy of it, put down on there that you $20 of this is office supplies, write the, from your company checkbook, write a check to you, reimbursing you. And there it is. Excellent, excellent, excellent tip for people because there's a lot, I mean, even, you know, you we have that same situation when you go to Walmart and all of a sudden you go in there just because you need paper and it's right there. And then you know how Walmart is. You go in for a ream of paper, you're out, you need it quick, and you come out with an entire cart full of stuff and you just needed paper. And so, you know, most times if you put it on one way you lose out on the other and if you put it one way you lose out on the other and so that's really great help for store owners i i i know you know all this but i think like we have to keep reminding ourselves of all of this stuff (laughs) oh absolutely absolutely and especially a lot of people of course are using credit cards to buy things try to keep two separate credit card accounts try to keep one that's for the business and try to keep one that's that's separate for personal and again if you're doing it where you're buying something and you need to mix to mix or match it, then write a check from the company to pay for the the um, credit card. But do what you can to keep it in the credit in the company's books. Whatever you can to keep it in the company's books. So what we need to do is, like I said, is to do this on a monthly basis. So you keep track of all these things. Actually, let's go back. You keep the track of these on a daily basis, and at the end of the month, you reconcile. 
which means that you've got your bank statement. Again, try to set up a business bank account because what will happen if you have a personal bank account and you're saying this is my personal bank account but I'm going to say it's my business account, sometimes it doesn't run first to the end of the month. It will run 15th to the 14th, and that can be kind of confusing when you're trying to to, uh, reconcile to all of these things. So if you are doing a non-business bank account, be sure to talk to your your banker and see if you can get it on the right cycle, which is first of the month until the end of the month. Um, what you might want to do is set up that business account with a separate employer identification number. I'm not going to recommend, like I said, we don't recommend that you get an employer identification number because there's other things to worry about it or a tax tax ID number. Call your accountant and see if you need to get a tax ID number. It might be something you need to do. Maybe you don't want your Social Security out there for everything, but maybe you do. Uh, When you're doing 1099s and you don't have a tax identification number, you're sending people your Social Security number when you send them a tax form. I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that, but maybe for some reason your accountant says, no, you do not need a tax ID number let's just keep it your Social Security number. But these are things that you need to bring up to your tax person. And bring it up now. Absolutely bring it up now. It's the best time of year to do it. Yes, absolutely. A lot of people are doing the 1099s, and and they're doing it at the end of the year, and they're saying, what is your uh, tax ID number? (laughs) We're a corporation. We don't need to have one reported to us. But if you are paying over $600 a year to someone that is not a corporation, it's a person, and they're performing a service for you, you need to send a 1099 form at the end of the year that tells the IRS, I'm paying this person. If somebody came in and was cleaning your office for you and you're paying her a check as Mary Smith, you have to report that to the Internal Revenue Service. I I don't care if she doesn't want you to. You have to do that. That's your obligation. She doesn't want you to maybe because she doesn't want to report that income. That's not your problem. You have to do that. So the best way to set that up is is go in and print out a W-9 from the IRS. I think Shauna will put this on the um, uh, video on the that blog. you do after a link for, to print out the W-9. And if you are ever, ever writing a check to someone that's for a service that's not a corporation, immediately have them fill out a W-9 that gives them the information. Even if you're only paying them $20, you don't know if you have to pay them 600 by the end of the year. So get it done now. Tell them I'm not going to give you any more money until you give me back a W-9. And I'll tell you what, they will give you a W-9 real quick. It's awfully hard to get one at the end of the year when you've already paid them. So this is the kind of stuff keep doing on a daily basis. Keep this in the back of your mind. What system do I need to do now that's going to help me at year end? And if you keep doing it and you're consistent with it, it's not going to be that big of a deal the end of the year this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. If that makes and sense. no matter how small or how big you are now, set up a system because you need it. You absolutely need it. If you don't have a system, if you're doing this out of a shoebox, you're wasting your time. And more importantly, what will happen is if you have an accountant and you say, you know what, I can't do this, you do it. You know what, he's going to not waste his time. He's going to charge you 
for everything he does. So why make him go through your stuff when you should be the one doing it? So keep track of it. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for being with me tonight and talking about all this stuff. That's what I'm still going to call it. I'm sorry, Mama. I know that like you love this and it's all numbers and you love the numbers, but I still call it this stuff and you know oh. it. No, that's I'm right with you. This time of the year is absolutely the worst. I, like I was saying in the chat room, we used to have where it was uh, no vacations from December to April 15th, and then April 15th or April 16th we would have a party because if you don't have it done by then, it's too late. So just give it up. And this year, April 15th is not the dead de- deadline date. It's April 18th. The government is giving you an extra weekend to get this stuff done. So yay. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I'm so excited! <laughs> Me too! All righty then. All right. So that's going to do it for Ecom Experts tonight. But um, make sure you come back next week. We are going to be doing site reviews. It will be the first one of the new year. Of course, it's like everybody's favorite show and we love doing it. So make sure that you come back next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Thank you to our lovely listeners who come back each and every week. We love you so very much. And I will see you all next Monday. Goodbye, everybody.